the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh, I um, I'm sorry. I've got to I've got to take just a minute to uh, collect myself. Uh, just 60 seconds ago, I looked up at the um, TV monitor in um, our studio here. And they're showing absolutely heartbreaking video out of Ukraine. And I, I, I don't want to be melodramatic, but um, most... And let me let me tell you why this particular video that I'm looking at right now um, impacted me so much. Most of the um, videos we have seen have been out of the cities, apartment buildings, and so forth, and that um, that's unbelievably tragic and sad, and so forth. What I saw now about two minutes ago was the destruction in villages. Um, most of you know I've been to Moldova over 20 times, and um, most of our time, most of the time that I've been in Moldova has not been in the cities. It's been in villages. Little towns, little villages, that's where almost all the ministry that I've been involved with. And... Ukraine and Moldova are neighbors. They're right side by side. And um, the countryside is indistinguishable. The villages of Ukraine, and and again, this doesn't make me an expert, but I was in Ukraine, and we then drove from Kiev to Moscow. We drove across Ukraine, and we drove through those villages, and all of them reminded me of the villages of of Moldova, these sweet, precious, wonderful people that are living in villages. Some of these villages have been untouched by time. Um, The youth camp that I have spoken at so many times is right outside of a tiny little village called Vatich. It's spelled V-A-T-I-C-I, but it's pronounced Vadich. And um, it's like a time machine. It's just a little village, and I mean just a small village, maybe, I don't know, 400, 500, 600 people living there in the, in the whole villages. Village, the houses look like they're 200 years old. They've got thatch roofs, um, a handful of cars, and through the years, I've seen more cars, but there are far more 
horse-drawn carts, ox-drawn carts through the streets. Uh, then there are vehicles, and um, I just I just looked up at the at, at the video coming out of Ukraine, and these homes, these peaceful little homes with thatch roofs and dirt streets running through the village, destroyed. Why? Why would the Russians bomb little villages? Why? This is just, it's just evil. And I'm sorry, it was just like a a, a flashback. And, um, And again, I'm not saying that the people in these villages are more important than the people in the cities. They aren't. It just just from a, an emotional level, it just it just hit me different uh, and hit me just very hard. Um, this country is being destroyed for what reason? One evil maniac's power. That's it. That's it. Well, you can get into the political stuff. Well, Ukraine was going to uh, uh, join the European Union, and if the Ukraine uh, joined the European Union, that would put Russia at a disadvantage politically and militarily. Ah, garbage. He is a maniacal despot who wants his legacy to be the one who brought back the glory days of Mother Russia and the Soviet Union. For the political elite and the military military elite in Russia, the collapse of the Soviet Union has been a, an embarrassing thing now for many, many years. And Putin wants it back. And he wants on his tombstone the man who brought back the Soviet Union. And he doesn't care how many innocent people die so that he could obtain his own personal evil goals. Um, Well, they're showing another village again. I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm going to turn away. Uh, I can't keep my eye on on my mind on what we need to talk about today when I can see that. I just it is just heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. And um I I know the risk if America were to get involved militarily. It could start World War III. That is not out of the question at all. I, I get that. But can we just stand by? Oh, boy. Um, all right. Um, we're we're going we're gonna to move on. I had planned on beginning this segment with the um, brand new denomination called the Global Methodist Church. 
This is a split off the United Methodist Church, and it will officially launch on May 1st of this year. The uh, leaders have been in negotiations with the leaders of the United Methodist denomination for a, um, a friendly departure, shall we say? Um, and uh, I don't know that that's what they need. I don't know that a friendly departure is really what's called for. Now, again, I'm not talking about any kind of physical violence. I'm not, I'm not even close to that. But they are departing from a denomination that in many ways has become the enemy of the cause of Christ. Liberal leftism in Protestant denominations have become the enemies of the cause of Christ. And you say, Bob, that's really strong language. I know that. What else do you call a movement that has absolutely destroyed every single mainline Protestant denomination in America? How do you sugarcoat that? How do you pussyfoot around that and say, well, we are... We are just of different theological persuasions. No, 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 no. You have Bible believers, you have Bible deniers. And um, I don't know that the way this is being handled is going to come out well. I need to take a break, and I'll explain what I mean when I come back. I wish them well. The Global Methodist Church is portraying themselves as a more conservative movement of Methodists. I hope, I pray, they are really committed to biblical truth. But I do have some questions that I'll share with you when we return. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I am encouraged that a significant number of United Methodist churches and their pastors and leaders have determined we cannot stand the denomination any longer. We must leave for theological reasons. I am very encouraged by that. My enthusiasm is slightly tempered by a, a news release that I received. And I don't want to be a wet blanket on this, but I, I want to be realistic and I know how I'm going to pray. Here's the news release that I got just a couple of days ago. Global Methodist Church sets official launch date. With humility, hope, and joy, a 17-member body of theologically conservative Methodist clergy and laity known as the Transitional Leadership Council is pleased to announce the Global Methodist Church 
will officially launch on May 1st, 2022. Supported by fervent prayers, faithful discernment, and a sure hope for the future, the Global Methodist Church is a Holy Spirit-inspired movement committed to making disciples of Jesus Christ who worship passionately, love extravagantly, and witness boldly to the ends of the earth. That's a wonderful statement. But there's nothing about the Word of God. And from everything I've read, that's the major reason they're leaving the United Methodist denomination because the United Methodists have abandoned the clear teaching of Scripture on many issues, particularly marriage, gender, sexuality, and so forth. So I was looking for, we are committed to the inerrancy of Scripture. I I didn't see it. Uh, The statement goes on. Thousands of Methodist clergy and laity from around the world have worked together for over three years to lay the groundwork for a new, theologically conservative Methodist denomination steeped in the great ecumenical okay, and evangelical confessions of the Christian faith. They envision a church fired by a warm-hearted Wesleyan expression of that faith that is dedicated to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ in word and deed. Still nothing about God's word. Uh, and it goes on. It's a it's a three page uh, news release. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. Um, the, the, the talks about the transition leadership council and so on and so forth. So I was very interested to find out what their doctrinal statement will read like. So I looked up the new website for the Global Methodist Church, and you can do the same. Uh, What is it? Globalmethodist.org. Globalmethodist.org. So I'm looking through their founding documents and so forth, because, again, this is a, a brand new denomination. So I found our beliefs and governance. It begins, since its inception, God's Spirit has enlivened the Methodist movement. In the 1720s, John and Charles Wesley and friends at Oxford University uh, met together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Let me skip down a little. In that spirit, this transitional book of doctrines and discipline of the global, Global Methodist Church is intended to serve as a resource for all who wish Uh, a methodical, practical, and warm-hearted pursuit of loving God and serving others as Jesus' disciples in the world. And then it talks about uh, this confession, that confession. Um, And so I look over into, it says, part one, doctrine. I thought, ah, that's what I'm looking for, doctrine. Uh, Number one, under doctrine, and I've got the page here in front of me, our heritage of faith, and then it goes through the Wesleyan heritage. Okay. Next, the Wesleyan way of salvation. 
uh, by grace through faith. Okay. Next, principles of our life together. A lengthy section, as all of the others are quite lengthy. The Wesleyan way of salvation, our heritage, principles of our life together, very lengthy. And then I come to Holy Scripture. That's what I'm looking for. And here is the entire statement on Scripture, the whole thing. Quote, The canonical books of the Old and New Testament, as specified in the Articles of Religion, are the primary rule and authority for faith, morals, and service, against which all other authorities must be measured. Period. That's, that's it. That's all they have to say about Scripture. Nothing about inspiration, inerrancy, infallibility. And it doesn't say the final rule, the primary rule and authority for faith, morals, and service. Now, let me be optimistic I am hoping that those that are involved in this brand new denomination really are theologically conservative and solidly rooted in Scripture. Maybe this is just a preliminary doctrinal statement, and maybe after they get rolling, they'll become more specific and more solid in their description of their view of Scripture. Right now, it leaves much to be desired. Again, I don't want to be a pessimist. I really don't. But uh, I was really hoping that they would be much stronger in their statements concerning Scripture. Right now pretty weak. It's pretty weak. And hopefully a whole bunch of people will point that out to them and say, hey, um, you know, we're leaving the United Methodists because of Scripture. Let's, Let's make that clear. Again, I pray they do well. I pray that they take a firm stand on the Word of God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.